Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. I'm your mayor, Chewy Plays Nintendo, joined by my co-mayor, Sergio. This episode is brought to you by Infinite Mallet, our newest Patreon patron. And today, we're going to discuss our E3 plans for the show, a bit about Animal Crossing Discord, our Animal Crossing Discord, the end of the fishing tourney number two, some games to fill the void, and more Animal Crossing switches. So, to get started, hi Sergio, how are you doing? Hello Chewy, hi, I'm doing well, hello everybody. <laughs> so, we've had a fun week, um, we did a little bit of a test on the server for the live show, mm-hmm. so yeah, I guess let's get into it. So, we recently did a test, so this is our post-E3 presentation live podcast, um, or at least our planning for it. Uh, essentially what we're doing is we're trying to get ready for the live show to make it as fun and cool um, for the people who have joined discord to you know just enjoy having a live experience and um, it's gonna happen right after the e3 presentation that nintendo is doing so it's gonna be early in the morning for some people late in the afternoon for others right Um, yeah so how, how are you feeling about it are you excited Oh yeah, definitely very excited. It's awesome to, you know, to b- build a connection that we have with our Discord members and take their questions live and, and comment on their comments. It's awesome. Yeah, I think that was really fun because I don't know. I, I don't know what I expected, but when I was just like, hey, does this sound okay? And right. I'm getting instant feedback right there. I was right. like, cool, <laughs> this is working. Um, yeah, I guess... I. Somebody mentioned that we should have recorded that, and I was right. like, totally right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, definitely should have recorded it, because I would like to, you know, just hear how it went, see right. what I'd have to adjust, like, on the day, as far as, like, volumes and everything, so... Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we did some cool stuff with, like, putting some background music live <laughs> and everything. Um, uh, I like to... What I like doing was having two different intros. There's the happy timeline intro and the sad (laughs) timeline intro. And hopefully we'll be hearing the happy one. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I love how there's multiple timelines on this. (laughs) Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) We're not time travelers here. We're uh, (laughs) playing the game legitimately, so. (laughs) Right. Um, But yeah, essentially... It's going to be right after E3. Um, well, not after the whole thing, but it's going to be right after Nintendo's presentation. So at that point, mm-hmm. we're going to know whether or not Animal Crossing is coming. Right. And, I mean, I feel like we know it's coming, you know, like it has to yes. at some point. But the question is when. Right. <laughs> I need to know. I need to know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, a little update, I guess, about how that's happening, because 
Nintendo is also going to be doing their Treehouse Live event stuff, right? Right. Um, one of the big things with that is the only thing they've really warned us about is that directly after their presentation, they're doing some in-depth stuff on Super Smash Bros., you know? Right. Um, and I'm sure you want to watch that. I know I want to watch <laughs> yeah. that. Especially after they announce Isabelle as a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> um, if not Animal Crossing Switch, at least give us Isabelle. Come on, Nintendo. <laughs> or, I, I mean, KK would also be a great choice. Tom Nook. Right. Um, all of them are excellent choices. Um, but yeah, so I know we're going to want to watch a lot of the Treehouse Live thing. So I'm thinking the way it'll work is we'll go live right after the presentation and from there you'll be able to hear like kind of our reactions to the treehouse things as well as um join in for the live podcast which i think we'll be recording like in between segments of the treehouse live right um so it's going to be a very like playing it by ear type of show but it should be like a pretty fun hangout for the day yeah right and and you know it, like you said playing it by ear because we we're depending on what nintendo shows when they take the breaks but we'll stay on and you guys can stay on and listen in as well yeah i think the hardest part the the hardest part about this is going to be like taking really quick notes about every single thing we see <laughs> right <laughs> um and then also, like, you know, compiling our thoughts on that. So <laughs> it's going to be fun. I'm excited about it. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't think I wrote anything else down as far as that. Did you have anything to say about, like, how the live show is going to run? No, I, I think that's it. Should be fun. Cool. Um, so I guess just a little update. We are planning on practicing for the live podcast one more time, um, for sure one more time. I don't know if we'll do a, a third just to make sure everything's like totally cleaned up. But for sure, Wednesday, May 30th at 7 p.m. Pacific or 10 p.m. Eastern, if that's your time zone. Or I should have broken down more time zones because I know a lot of people in our Discord have been joining from Europe and other places, other countries. Right. And so they're in time zones that are, I think... This presentation's going on at like 5 p.m. for them. So if it's right. evening for you, um, please find out if you're very interested in like being a part of this live show and everything. It's going to be very interactive. We're going to be talking to all of you and it's going to be a good time. Um, but anyways, today's Tuesday, the day the podcast comes out. <laughs> Wednesday, so tomorrow, May 30th, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, we will be doing another live test, and this one's going to be recorded. So right. if you miss it, the this will be the episode. This is going to be episode 26. Right. Mm -hmm. um, the, right now, this is episode 25. Um, so it's a week before this episode airs, but you can experience, all, uh, experience it all live a week early. Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you can listen to it again later if yeah. you want, <laughs> um, which, you know, you're totally welcome to. Right. Um, yeah, I know I tend to listen and watch things multiple times <laughs> right. because I'm like, I want every detail again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're doing this for two reasons. Um, one, we for sure feel like we need to practice this one more time before the actual live show. 
and two, I'm going to be out of town next weekend and I won't be able to record the <laughs> podcast then. So might as well do it this week. Right. <laughs> um, a lot earlier than usual, too. Um, but yeah, I'm, I guess the thing I'm like most kind of worried about is hoping like the music and the volume is OK with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm hoping we get right. <laughs> right. And, and then you get to listen to it recorded this time and then you can tweak it as you need to. And then we'll be good to go for the, the real deal after E3. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Oh, and yeah. I'm just hoping we get a geek out on some Animal Crossing stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that's, that's what I need right now. That's <laughs> that's the main thing that I'm looking for. Right. <laughs> um, so, like I said... You will want to join our Discord um, by tomorrow if you want to be part of this show, Mm -hmm. listening to this show. Because like I said, it's going to be interactive and fun. Um, And a little bonus, we are having a Guess the Name contest um, or Guess the Subtitle contest on the Discord. So this is only available through the Discord. So if you want a chance to win a free copy of Animal Crossing Switch, if that's the subtitle. (laughs) Um, But if you want a chance to win a copy, join the Discord. There's information there. Essentially, we're letting people guess the subtitle to the next Animal Crossing. Um, We've seen the list. A lot of people have really great guesses. We've seen those fake leaks about Animal Crossing Globetrotter. Whatever you think the name for the next Animal Crossing is going to be, um, be sure to join the Discord and you'll be able to guess. Um, just as a note, if you are not a patron, you get five guesses. If you are a patron, you get ten guesses. So you get to double your chances. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And you're totally welcome to guess more. But warning, any guesses beyond the ones you're permitted, those are fair game. People can steal those, <laughs> and you don't want to have them on your list. Right. Um, every other guest that's on there that is permitted, you cannot steal those. I am watching um, <laughs> and making sure people are not like cheating or anything or doing any funny business, and you know people can report it to me. So any cheaters will be disqualified, right. unfortunately. <laughs> You can't cheat in life. <laughs> you can't you can't reset Animal Crossing. <laughs> um, so yeah, be sure to join the Discord. Lots of cool things going on. And we've had a lot of new members lately. It's been really, really fun meeting all the new people. Yeah, um, for sure. And we, we want them to be aware of this contest and to, to go ahead and, and take their guesses. I, I finished mine uh, a couple of days ago, so I have my 10, I'm, I'm ready to go, and I was looking at the ones there, there's some really interesting ones, there's even um, Animal Forest, which, you know, <laughs> it would be interesting, uh, it, I would like it, um, in a way, it takes away, you know, the familiarity with Animal Crossing, but I could see Nintendo doing it, if it's a considerable enough change of the formula, you know, it would be nice to change part of the name, too. Yeah, and you know, Animal Forest is that classic track, um, kind of, it's not exactly the first song we hear in the game, because if you, if you played the first Animal Crossing on GameCube, um, I wonder actually if the N64 one had the same mm. intro music, mm-hmm. um, but if you played that one, there's like the title theme and everything, but when you first started your town, you see KK for the first time. Right. 
and he's playing a little song on his guitar, which has since been known to be called Animal Forest. Right. Um, which I love that track. That's <laughs> yeah. just nothing makes me feel more Animal Crossing than hearing that song come <laughs> up. Right. It's so nice. Uh, and it just captures Animal Crossing. But but yeah, regardless, if you want a chance to win a copy of the game, you, you go there and you guess. Um, and Sergio, you mentioned that you made some guesses. I have also made a bunch of guesses. And right. we haven't decided on what we're doing if either of us win. <laughs> but we'll, we'll see what, what happens. It should be something pretty special. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure it is for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's get, I guess, into the Pocket Camp stuff. Right. A lot of stuff has happened in Pocket Camp. Um, do you want to kind of give us an overview of what was happening? Sure. So this past week, we finished the fishing tournament, uh, the second one with Chip. And I guess we're just going over our results. Uh, for me, for instance, I did pretty well early on. I caught all the fish that I needed. Uh, as far as forgetting the typical rewards that chips give, gives you unfortunately i did keep fishing for regular ocean fish but not enough to get the leaf ticket so i missed out on those i really tried but man they, they asked for so many <laughs> yeah those it was the same kind of as the first um fishing tourney mm -hmm. where it was like catch 45 horse mackerel and 45 olive flounder and 45 squids and you're just like that is so many yeah <laughs> i don't have room in my pockets for that please right <laughs> um so yeah like the the amounts are pretty obscene i mean of course you have a week to do it but when you're already like fishing for one certain thing right or like you know you're doing the fishing tourney thing and then after it wants you to fish some more, right. it almost feels like overkill. And you still have to go to the river to go fish, too. Right. Um, but uh, but then again, you know, it's also like at the point where I haven't really had to collect any bugs or fish any, in a while. Right. Um, one, because low-key, I haven't been playing too much <laughs> or doing too many, like, tasks for people, right. you know. Um, so I just haven't depleted the stock I already have of things right um but regardless it, it's a lot of fishing to do <laughs> right and, and you bet we're gonna see all of these fish in uh, people's market boxes are gonna be flooded with them oh yeah and well, it's not worth it to put them there either. right like you might as well just sell them because everybody has these fish now. right yeah <laughs> they're all they're all trying to get the leaf tickets um that said i did not try I think I've kind of given up. Right. <laughs> um, I didn't even get all of the items in the fishing tourney. This is the first event that I've let myself just, I, I've let myself go. Right. <laughs> did you, um, did you get any trophy at least? Uh, I did. Does it pick them up automatically? Do you have to talk to them? Um, I think as long as you log in um, between mm -hmm. three days after you should. Yeah, I think you have it. Okay, so I think I have it. Um, I think I got the silver trophy. Nice. I did not get to gold. Um, yeah, so I, I'm I'm missing some things. Right. <laughs> Essentially, I'm trying to kind of like wean myself off of needing to get everything in the game. Because um, I think that was stressing me out a, right. little, a little bit. <laughs> um, 
And I don't know, I, I was busy with real life work, very busy at work these days. Mm. Um, and so I just didn't feel like I could play. And then I was like, oh, man, I'm going to miss out on stuff. But now I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. I lived. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think uh, the big moment of that happening, at least for me, was with the cookies, the fortune cookies, especially now that we had a set that came and went with a... Uh, Hopkins cookies and now we have stitches so yeah I'm I'm just waiting for example like if there's a Bob series or, or KK or something for villagers that we really like and I think you and I and a lot of players we're gonna save our efforts for that yeah and I totally agree because um that was for sure like my first experience of missing like the leaf ticket type of items right. um because I the only Hopkins cookies I got were the ones that I could buy for Bells. Like, I didn't spend any leaf tickets to get any. Mm -hmm. And so I think I got two items total. I got a display stand and a 3DS, right? Right. Um, and then from there, like, all of a sudden, the next day I checked, and I was like, oh, the Hopkins cookies are yeah. gone. Yeah, way too quickly. Yeah, they went by so fast. And then I was like, okay. I'm not getting everything in this game anymore. <laughs> right. That is settled. <laughs> and so now this was like the first event. I guess there was a gardening event and I did get everything there. Um, mm -hmm. But the fishing event, I was like, all right, I, I think I'm going to I'm going to try it. But if I don't get it, no biggie. Right. <laughs> and so now here I am. No biggie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So. Regardless, I do like the fishing tourneys. Um, I think they're nice. But, yeah, I think I'm at the point where I'm, like, kind of making way for the next thing. I'm like, okay, Animal Crossing, I've had a, or Pocket Camp, at least. Right. Pocket Camp, I've had a good time, but I really need my mainline game now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or at least do something very, very different. Not another gardening event, not another fishing. Something... Yeah, and you know, there's potential there. So maybe it's been a little quiet. Maybe that's why they're building up to something, hopefully. Yeah. And I think overall, I've just been kind of, you know, I've hit that point in the game where I'm like, man, there's kind of a lot going on. There's a lot to do. I can't do it within 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And so less and less, I feel like it's worth it. I'm just like, okay, I'm spending a lot of time trying to do like if i were to do everything that i needed to do in one cycle i'd be playing upwards of an hour yes. each right. time right and that's uh, that's a lot yeah, yeah right but that's that's yeah. kind of what we're used to in a way with uh, regular animal crossing yeah and it is but i think the the one difference is like you can spend one hour in animal crossing and be done but in this game, it's like, or in Pocket Camp, it's like you spend one hour and then two hours later, you're going to be there for another hour again. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And that's the hard True. part. I think if they could bring that down to, I don't know, 30 minutes, that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> so um, regardless, we've got two new villagers in town. Uh, I've been very excited about these, though I haven't logged on to meet them yet. <laughs> but we've got Carmen, the peppy rabbit, Zell, the smug deer, and then we got some more modern furniture added with them, right? Right. 
Um, how do you feel about these two? I like them, uh, particularly Zell. I like him. I like his look. Yeah, Zell is cool. The deer I've always really liked. Yeah. Um, I think it's been so long now, but deer were the new villagers, the new villager types in New Leaf. New Leaf, yes. Um, yeah, we had deer and hamsters, right? Right. So I think the, uh, those two were very exciting, you know? Yeah. They're new kinds of villagers that we haven't had. Um, so Zell, also good. Um, <laughs> and then, like, all of them have, like, pretty great designs. Yes. Like, yeah, I think that's the big thing, especially the deer. I, yeah. I'm i okay with the hamsters. Um, they're, they're cute, but the deer are, like, great. <laughs> you know, um, and uh, what, Carmen, uh, something interesting about Carmen, because apparently there was another Carmen before. Um, she was a snooty rabbit, and she was in population growing, and in some of the Japanese versions of the game, but then in City Folk... The Carmen that we know um, replaced her. Oh, okay. So City Folk is when the new Carmen came. Right. Um, I had Carmen... I didn't have Carmen in City Folk. I visited a friend's town and he had Carmen. And I was like, this is... I love this bunny. I want this bunny. So... I, I always liked Carmen. Um, as soon as I got her amiibo card in New Leaf, I, I, I got her in my town. So I have Carmen living in my town. Um, but yeah, I like her. She's kind of like a mint kind of, uh, like a mint chocolate right. bunny. <laughs> That's what she makes me think of, you know? Right, and her favorite item is a chocolate fountain. Yeah, which is a good item. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, but Carmen is cool. I love... I love the bunnies. Um, I think at one point in Wild World, I had an all squirrel town. And then after a while, they all became bunnies. Like, they all moved out and then bunnies replaced them. Right. And, I, and ever since then, I've just been kind of a big fan of the squirrels and the bunnies. Um, little yeah. woodland creatures. I feel like they fit well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Especially, like... In my town, which you visited kind of recently, mm-hmm. I kind of try to go for like a woodland type of theme. Like I like a lot of trees, a lot of shrubs, yes, right. um, a lot of the bushes, you know. And I even, I've gotten to the point where I pick people or pick villagers based on their home's exterior. Oh, yes. Right. So I'm like, I... I don't know. I, I often don't care what villager it is, but I'm like, that house lo- would look really cute on my street. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, so that's kind of how yeah, I choose them. That's cool. That's a, that's a different approach. That's nice. Yeah, I think uh, that's something I really like about Happy Home Designer is that you get complete control over the exterior of a person's home or of a villager's home, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, another cool thing, I don't know, because I know a lot of people didn't play a lot of Amiibo Festival, but if you designed a a home in Happy Home Designer, you could save that to the Amiibo card and the home's exterior could be used on your Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival board. Right. Yeah, so you can scan that in. And then that villager moves in, and you can see the exterior of their home. So I put a bunch of custom homes <laughs> in my board. 
Right. Um, so something, a little something else to do in Amoeba Festival. Yeah, just a tiny little thing. <laughs> it's kind of a town builder. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a town building game. Um, yeah, so what, did you have anything else to say about... Yeah. Just a, a minor correction. The the other Carmen from Population Growing, she was a snooty mouse, actually. And it's interesting, you know, she got replaced. They have a different birthday, but they have the same favorite song, which is uh, KK Technopop. And that other Carmen, the mouse, she doesn't have an Amiibo card. So I guess uh, Carmen the Rabbit completely replaced her in a way. Oh, wow. Um, th- this is amazing to me because... KK Technopop is the first KK song that I ever got. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm walking around on a Saturday night, and this was like pre easy access internet at my house. I think I must have had dial up at the time. Mm. Um, but, you know, the internet's so slow. I didn't even, <laughs> I couldn't even comprehend that there were places online where people were talking about these things. <laughs> um, I was like, how? It's so slow. Like, you can't talk. (laughs) Um, But anyways, so at that time, I did not know that K.K. Slider, like, even just, like, showed up in town and played songs. Um, So I'm just playing on a Saturday night randomly, and I run into K.K. by the train station. Where, because he used to not have such a sweet venue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he 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 really worked his way up to that. Um, he was just playing outside the train station, and then he was like, "Yo, you want to hear a song?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course I want to hear a song. Why not?" <laughs> and so he plays KK Techno Pop, and I was just like, "This is, this is cool." <laughs> so to this day. Okay, so there are a couple traditions I have in Animal Crossing. One, it's naming my town Haken, mm. of course. Um, the other is as that first Saturday when I go and meet KK Slider, I ask him to play KK oh, Techno Pop. Nice. <laughs> so that the, those are a couple traditions I have. <laughs> that's awesome. That ties it all together, you know, with your experience with the first game. That's awesome. Yeah, and. It's so fun to have that kind of discovery. I feel like there there's so many great things about the internet. And one of them is, of course, like being able to look up all this information and find out exactly what you need to do to get something that you've been wanting forever, you right. know. But at the same time, like it kind of takes away from like, I had no idea KK Slider was going to show up in my town, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so like to just run into that and it's random and happy and that that is amazing to me (laughs) yeah for Um, sure yeah so i'm always running into um i guess i'm trying to decide what type of approach i'm gonna take on playing the next game Mm -hmm. and i don't know if i'm gonna be like try to complete everything as fast as possible or just like take my time and let myself discover the things rather than like ask people what's happening yeah right know? right but yeah. it's it's gonna be tough we're gonna have to resist because you know we want to do it all and, and find out and, and just be on it but it, it will pay off if we take our time yeah and the, 
I think that's definitely the approach I'm going to go for because there's nothing more satisfying than like starting your Animal Crossing town and then seeing where you are like six months later. Yeah. And yeah, because I'm not a time traveler. You're not a time traveler. It's just that's the way it should be, you know? (laughs) True. (laughs) It's just a little part of your life. Also, I don't understand how people could possibly do, I guess, how do they time travel so fast? Like, (laughs) well, well, I mean, that sounds weird, but my question (laughs) is, essentially, like, I play Animal Crossing, and especially in the beginning of the game, I'm spending, like, two to three hours doing every possible thing that I can do for that day, you know? Right. And I'm like... How can you do that in the beginning of the game? Like, there's so much to do. (laughs) I feel like you play a session. Like, New Leaf, the first day I played, I played, like, seven hours straight. I got really hungry, (laughs) and then that was probably around hour four, and then I just kept playing. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that's the... Yeah, I, I feel like you don't need a time travel in the beginning. Yeah, especially in the beginning, for sure. Yeah, just take it all in. Have a good time (laughs) every single day that you're in Animal Crossing. (laughs) That's the fun way to go. Um, So, yeah, a little bit of a tangent there, but (laughs) let's let's finish up with the updates that are coming to Pocket Camp. What's going to be new, Sergio? Tell me about it. Sure. So for the market box, you're going to be able to decide if whatever item you post, if it's going to be available for sale to anyone or just to your friends. I guess this would be nice if somebody is looking for something specific and you're not really sure when they're going to be able to hop on to the game. So you can post the item and make sure it's only available to friends. That's a little neat little feature, I think. Yeah, I think this one's especially nifty because I remember one time um, Cyborg Jiro was posting like some perfect fruit to sell. Ah, and, right. And I was like, oh, if I get a chance to log on, I'll buy them. And then he kind of mentioned that somebody bought them. And I was like, oh, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so like in that case, like he could lock those certain things for like just friends and it'll give me a little bit more of a chance um i know we have a lot of people on the discord now so they're totally welcome to beat me to any items that are just for friends you know (laughs) um not a big deal to me but it it is a nice um little i guess barrier from other people like taking items that you are intending to give to a friend (laughs) Um, yeah that's pretty cool and then also even better, I think. This is this is awesome. For your friend list, you're going to be able to see whenever somebody needs help going to Shovel Strike Query without having to open your friend list. There's going to be a little icon showing you. So that, I think that's awesome. That, that is going to um, speed up uh, helping each other to go there. Yeah, I think so too. Because then like right away from that little first screen, you already know somebody wants to go to the quarry. Right. Um, and... Yeah, I think that's one of those things that needs like a little bit of an improvement because it's like it's so time sensitive sometimes, you know, Um, especially if like you've been looking for an essence to show up in the quarry. And then like if you don't get that within that three hour period, chances are you're not going to see that essence again for the day. Yeah. And you're just going to have to settle for something else, you know. (laughs) Right. 
So I, I think that's a good update for yeah. that. Yeah, this should help. And then last but not least, they're redoing the, the look or the image of the login bonus. Uh, you know, there's a little splash screen that shows you what you got and what's coming up. They're redoing it. I think it looks a little bit nicer, but it's it's not not a big deal, but it's nice. Yeah, and yeah, this just seems like a little aesthetic fix, which is it, it looks nicer for sure. Right. Um, but but yeah, it's not the biggest thing. Right. <laughs> um, the one thing you know, I would like them to update because I feel like the beginning of the game this used to happen. Um, but you know when you're in your campsite and you can you get a little bubble that shows up over your head about all the villagers that want to talk to you. Right. I feel like it doesn't show you the face or of the villager that like wants something done. Yes, that's like right. A little chore. That's right. Um and I think that's unfortunate. I, I it would be nice to see that cuz I feel like it did used to do that in the beginning of the game. Hmm. But at some point it changed right. and it didn't do that anymore. Right. Yeah, I, I think it should. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, so that's that's one update that I'd want them to put in there. But yeah, man, they're, they're keeping busy with this game. Um, whoever's working on it <laughs> right. is, is busy. But I hope somebody's very busy with the next Animal Crossing <laughs> game too. Right. Oh, you know, it's basically six months since official release and here we are yeah that's a whole half year i thought they would have given us news sooner i can't believe it <laughs> true oh. i'm really hoping they're not far because i I'm, i still take it very personally that they shut down our dreams before we could have them <laughs> like they they announced an animal crossing direct the one thing we all wanted to hear <laughs> What, I mean, of course, we were excited for Pocket Camp, but come on, we wanted new Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, as you can all tell, there's a void that I need filling. <laughs> so, we're going to go ahead and get into our next topic here, and we're going to talk about some more games to fill the void as we wait for Animal Crossing. Um, and I got to say, I, I've never heard of the one you brought up, Sergio. Did you want to tell us about it? Sure, and I was looking into similar games because yeah, there's a void, and we need we need something, you know. Hopefully, we won't need it for too long. But the one that I found out about it's a game called Castaway Paradise, and allow me to describe you, and you let me know <laughs> if it sounds familiar <laughs> to to something that we like. So basically, you are the player, and you have resident animals in an island that you help them. You can repair buildings and bridges, um, but you can catch bugs and fish and collect seashells and garbage uh, on the shore. You can sell all of that for money. And you're also able to grow your own flowers and fruit. <laughs> so, you know, it sounds a lot like something, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. It sounds eerily similar. I can't write, I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> Right, right. So yeah, it's a, uh, it's almost, it's pretty much like Animal Crossing. Um, one thing, the the aesthetic of the game, it's very different. Like I would say Animal Crossing, it's sort of roundish, you know, rounding and cute looking, but it's still good looking. This one is more blocky, not to the point of looking like Minecraft. Um, something sort of in between, but it, it's still a little blocky, like three D pixely type of look. Okay. 
yeah, I haven't seen it at all yet. So what I'm kind of picturing is like the characters in Sims kind of look more like polygonish right. to me, like kind of like more of a blocky type of texture. Right. Um, so is it kind of closer to that or what are the models like? Are they kind of because, you know, I feel like the Animal Crossing models, like they look kind of like full bodied, little yes. cute chibi characters, you know? Right. Are they like kind of. Yeah, I guess I, I, I don't know how to picture it. <laughs> no, right. It, it's a little bit, I, I want to say almost in between, but a little more on the chibi side still. So it's like if Animal Crossing, but with a little bit of Minecraft. Um, thrown in it so it's it's a little bit blocky but the characters are not you know full height human proportion type of things and as i was doing research on similar games to animal crossing a lot of games have humans as the player and as the characters that you interact with this one was the only one that you're the human and everyone else is animals like in animal crossing <laughs> so i i thought that okay. was that was cool yeah yeah, I like it. It sounds like it's very inspired by Animal Crossing, <laughs> right? And um, funny thing, actually, this game started as a Facebook game. You know, w- way back, I think it was mm, two thousand and five. And nowadays, you can get it on the PC, Android, and our iOS. There were rumors of a PS four version. Um, I think it was a Peggy rating in Europe, but nothing came of it. And that was a while ago, so it's probably gonna stay facebook slash mobile for now okay um yeah it sounds pretty cool i'm i'm actually like looking at it now and i totally see like kind of more like the sharp edges of the character design still kind of little and chibi type of bodies um it looks cute it looks really cute yeah Um, yeah i yeah yeah it looks like a town building sim and everything i like it yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> right, right. So, you know, the, there's military requests and there's in-game holidays. So, so it's, you know, it's it's basically another way of playing Animal Crossing in a way. So, yeah, if, if unfortunately, we don't hear any news, any concrete news at E3, I'm really considering picking this one up and, and seeing, you know, how much it really is and what it brings to the table as far as little changes, little differences. Yeah, and and then I guess where are you picking it up? Are you going to be playing it like on mobile, or is it going to be like a Steam game or something? I'm thinking probably Android, so I can have it, you know, with me at all times. It could alternate that in Pocket Camp a little bit. Okay, it's looking so it looks like it's kind of like a free to play app thing, right? Right. Um, similar to like Animal Crossing, where you know you uh. You can start the game and play for free, but at some point, if you want to get a bunch <laughs> of leaf tickets, you're going to be charged some money, right? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I I am kind of like looking it up a little, and it looks like it's available on Steam for fourteen ninety nine, and I'm kind of wondering. I guess I'm always interested in how the pricing for mobile games works when it comes to like a bigger platform you know Mm -hmm. and so like my question would be like is this like including a bunch of stuff without like having to pay extra money for it or or what um but yeah it looks like it's been out since like may 2015 
So a few years now. Right. Yeah. But I am liking the look at it. I just saw like a little guitar ukulele thing. And I was like, that's adorable. (laughs) And yeah, it seems like the towns like change seasons and everything. Um, Do you know if, do you know if it does like real time clock type of thing or is Mm, it just, you know, I didn't, I didn't see actually. I'm not sure. I don't even recall any nighttime or or sort of evening. So maybe it doesn't. One thing I did notice though, there's a spinoff and it's called a Castaway Paradise Interior Home Designer. Okay, so that so, sounds like Happy Home Designer. Right, right. <laughs> though Happy Home Designer is also an exterior home designer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, this looks pretty cute. Um, I like, I might try it out. Like the free to play stuff is, it's hard for me to like stay on like a mobile game for a while, mm-hmm. especially cause sometimes my phone just, it's kind of old and it has a hard time running these things, right. you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, a, I need these games to fill the void. So <laughs> I'm looking at the pictures right now. They they do have some really cute furniture right. and some cute looks to things. A little gingerbread house. Adorable. <laughs> and oh, like a little snowflake thing hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. if <laughs> I, I'm into this. This is a good right. find. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks really cute. Um, so is it coming to i guess other consoles or anything do you know no unfortunately it's looking like it's gonna stay the way it is um if 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 that changes we'll be sure to let you know it would be awesome to have it on the switch yeah and you know i feel like the switch is a big option for a bunch of indie devs now too you know right um so many of them are seeing a ton of success on the Switch. And, like, they're selling more on the Switch than they did in, on other platforms combined, which is insane. Yes, right. <laughs> Considering, like, there are not that as many Switches out in the world as there are other consoles, you know? Right. So people are really grabbing these games and playing them and having fun, you know? Yeah, and developers are trying a lot of different things. There's there's already free to play games on the Switch. There's even some games they actually are playing over cloud service. Uh, we're hearing more about those uh, recently. So, you know, if if this is free to play, that that that's not a barrier anymore, basically. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I'd say people just get your games on the Switch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because it's amazing how many games I want to buy all the time on the Switch. <laughs> Because it's just, it's so convenient. Yeah. It makes it so easy to play and have a good time. I love it. <laughs> um, so I thought I was going to talk about another game, but a game just came out on Friday called Pixel Junk Monsters 2. And this game, I guess it isn't exactly like a life sim, because mm-hmm. um, it's not a life sim at all. Um, but it does have like a cute, quirky art style that I think animal crossing fans will appreciate Hmm. um so anyways pixel junk monsters 2 you will play as a tiki person um and the whole art style is kind of like claymated like all the characters and the worlds look like it's they're built out of clay right and so you move around and you just look like you know kind of like stop motion clay type of things um it's really cute and you can buy different masks for your tiki person 
(laughs) (laughs) And a different shell as well. Like he kind of has like a turtle shell back thing. (laughs) And so you can change out whatever shell you have into like a different design and stuff. So um, a little bit of a dress up thing. But like I said, it's not a life sim. It's a tower defense game. And essentially uh, they're like little trees or in some environments like cacti um but you use some magic and you turn those things into weapons that are going to protect your little tiki (laughs) family from monsters that are coming (laughs) right (laughs) um so you always start with like 20 little tiki family members um I i i like to think they're my children because they're like little tiny tiki people and I'm a giant to them. So I'm like, these are my babies. Do not touch them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you're you warned about waves coming in, waves of monsters. Mm. And so from there you build like there are three different types of items. They're like ground attacks, aerial attacks, and then one that does like both all terrain oh. essentially. <laughs> Um, so the ground ones, when you're, when you're first starting out in the game, the grounds are, ones you get are some basic items. Um, so you've got cannonballs, and that's essentially like what you've got. you got this little cannon that shoots a ball, and it hits everybody on the ground right. <laughs> with an explosion. And then you have air pellet kind of things that shoot like aerial monsters, and then you have arrows that can shoot anything. Right. <laughs> um... And so you kind of have, like, a set amount of money at the start, but as you defeat monsters, they start dropping more coins and you can build more weapons and things. Hmm. Um, and so the it's kind of hard. It's a difficult game. I do have to warn everybody. If you buy this, it's a pretty hard game. Um, and I think it's because, like, there aren't too many levels, um, but they all have, like, different hmm. difficulty settings. Mm-hmm. Um but I think what makes it difficult is to unlock new levels. You have to get, like, perfects on the levels. Um, and getting oh, a perfect... Okay. <laughs> yeah, so getting a perfect, essentially none of your little tiki children die. Mm. Um, and that can be pretty hard to yeah. keep from happening. <laughs> Sometimes they die and I'm just like, no, my son, my daughter. <laughs> They're gone. And then I'm tempted to start over, but right, I'm like, right. uh, I'll, see, I'll see what the other waves do. So I'm ready for the right. next time. Right, nice. Um, yeah, because it's worth like learning what kinds of monsters are coming at you, what weapons need to go where, and it gets pretty crazy. <laughs> um <laughs> But the big thing is upgrading your weapons because once you've like built them, they can grow up to level five. And the way you level them up is sometimes monsters will drop little gems that will let you um, upgrade them. Or if you just stand still next to your tower, that's what they call them, the weapons, they call mm-hmm. them towers. If you stand still next to them, you start doing this like rain dance thing and then they start leveling up like automatically. Right, but right. you have to stand still. Otherwise the dance won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it and yeah, this all looks really cute. Like I said, like the art styles, all this tiki, um, like claymated action. And I really like the look of it. Right. Um, I, I was wondering if once once you upgrade your towers and your weapons, 
can you take them back to previous stages or no? Um, I think the only thing you can do is dismantle them. So if you put something in the wrong spot, you're like, oops, I better get rid of that and build something else there, you know? Um, so you can dismantle them. And depending on what it is, you'll get money or um, gems back. Um, or, you know, usually it's money or money and gems. Mm. Um, but yeah, as you get further in the game, you can build different kinds of towers that are more powerful and can attack different um, monsters. Like some... I'm just getting into this, but there are some that have, like, different elemental types. Ooh, nice. And so you have to build towers that are better against those. Right. Otherwise, <laughs> they're just sneaking past all your barriers. <laughs> and then in a little bit, your kids are all dead. And it sucks. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it, it's a cute game. The big thing about it that I was really interested in is that it has online and local multiplayer Mm -hmm. So you can play up to four players on this. Um, in in some ways, it makes it like kind of easier, mm -hmm. but overall, it's just like it's kind of fun. I played it with a friend, and um, what was cool about it is that like we were able to get the perfect on the level, but it was like we could work together, dancing our little rain dances <laughs> and leveling up all our stuff and making it stronger. So right. it it was it was awesome. Oh, cool. So I, I'm guessing they add more enemies when you're playing with someone else? I'm not sure if they do. I think overall the game's just like pretty tough if you play it alone. Mm. And I think it's only like designed to be at that one level. And so as you add more people, it gets a little easier. Okay. All right. Yeah. Of course, like you're still getting like essentially the same things, um, but you can have people perform different actions so um for example like my friend he just kind of took charge of like building things and collecting all the money while i like stood and danced <laughs> um right i did like collect stuff and build other other things and it and but yeah I, my main focus was like making sure things were very powerful <laughs> when the monsters attacked right <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then the one thing I did try was trying to do like a mix of local and online, you know, because mm -hmm. um, I always like Mario Kart um, 8 Deluxe, for example, because you can go online with two players. Yes. Right. Um, and I think that's really nice. And so I like when other games let me go online with like two players Um Unfortunately, it doesn't work with this game. Mm. So either you have to play it local or online. Totally. So, right, right. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's not a lot of games that do that. And I like that feature a lot, too. I know, like you mentioned, Mario Kart, and I know Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U allows that as mm -hmm. well. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd like to see that in more games. Yeah, um, for sure. The one that I was most disappointed in that didn't do that was Monopoly for Switch. Because mm. um, I was like, I feel like it makes sense to have like multiple people go online to play other groups of people. Like, yeah. I really wanted to do that with a friend, you know? Right, right. And I haven't played it in a while, so maybe they've added it in an update, but kind of doubt it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So anyways, I guess Pixel Junk Monsters 2, if you're interested. It's pretty cute. It's tough. I warn you, it is tough. Right. (laughs) Especially if you don't play with somebody. But you can play with me if you want. Um, But yeah, it's $14.99 on the eShop. I think they're going to have, I guess, a little bit about the, the length of the game. It is, I think, 45 levels total. Um, mm-hmm. so there are five worlds and each of them have three levels. So technically it's 15 levels, but each level has three difficulty settings. Um, okay. So there's some replayability there. <laughs> right. So yeah, the, the potential to play 45 levels of pixel junk <laughs> monsters, um, but yeah, I, I like it. It's pretty cheap on the eShop. I think they're going to have like some paid DLC later too mm. to add more levels to the game. Um, oh, so awesome. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you like it a lot, you can spend a little more and get more um, right. more game out of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are our games that are filling the void. And now... Let's go ahead and move on to some more Animal Crossing switches. <laughs> I like I like saying that. <laughs> um, so I guess did you want to go first or should I go first? Sure, I can go. And um, mine has to do with the rumble feature in games. Um, specifically, you know, we're we're assuming that the next Animal Crossing game is gonna be on the Switch. We, we've said that it has to, so it's gonna be HD Rumble. But um, to back up a little bit, I, I've always been a fan of uh, the Rumble features, either um, since the beginning of it, at least the one I know of from on the Nintendo side, which was with the Nintendo 64. Uh, back then, I, the first game that used it was Star Fox 64, and I didn't buy it yet. I was renting it a lot. I would rent it multiple times a week, actually. In oh back uh, back then I was in Mexico and, and over there they rented the Rumble Pack separately. It it all it cost almost as much as the game itself, but uh-huh. I would always get it with the Rumble Pack if they had it. I was very disappointed if somebody rented it before me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I loved the Rumble Packs in N sixty four. Um, it was always really cool to me that there was like these accessories that you plug into the controller and it yeah. makes like your experience all crazy. Right, right. Ah, it, it was awesome. And then, you know, it's 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 been a cool and a consistent feature of console gaming, but not so much on, on the portable side. There were a couple of DS games that actually had a rumble feature. I know Star Fox Assault um, Command was one of them and I really liked that um, that game actually. But New Leaf, you know, um, in terms of Animal Crossing, New Leaf had no rumble because the 3DS doesn't have any rumble. So with the Switch being both a portable and a console, and it has one of the prominent features of the system back when it was announced was HD rumble. And, you know, there's, a, there's only a few games so far that have used it really well, but there's a lot of potential there. And the ones that use it, it works so amazingly. It's awesome. So... With this feature, I think in Animal Crossing, it's going to really take it to another level. Um, can you imagine fishing and, and feeling when the fish is, is there, you know, getting closer when it's time to pull? Or the slingshot is going to feel awesome, too. So th- there's a lot of potential. I mean, even when you're moving furniture, I think you're going to be able to tell which way you're moving it. And which when it when it uh, hits a wall and you can't move it anymore, 
it's going to be little things like that. I can't wait to see how they do it. Yeah, I'm just smiling right now because I'm. <laughs> I think that's great. I'm I'm geeking out on it already, especially. Um, I don't know if you've tried it yet because I know you got the Labo, right? Um, did you build the fishing pole at all? No, not yet. No. Okay, because that's like the one thing I heard that like when you're doing the fishing through the Labo game, like it feels great. Oh. And oh, so that's a preview. <laughs> Yeah, so if you ever try that, I, I want to know what you think of it, um, because I'd love to see, because yeah, I I had not even thought of like, wow, the 3DS didn't have rumble, so right. I, I was just like, d- a feature to games that like I wasn't experiencing, so it's been a while since we've had rumble in an Animal Crossing, right. um, yeah, because essentially half of them have had it, you know? Like, right. GameCube had it, and we the Wii um, City Folk had it. Yes. Um, but you know the D- Wild World and New Leaf kind of missed out. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in some ways I was like, I didn't even notice it was missing. But in others, I'm like, it'd be great, especially like you said, the HD Rumble works really well on a bunch of games. Right. Um, I don't know if anybody has played it, but there's a game called um shoot what is it it's tumble seed oh yes right it's, yeah it's not called it's tumble seed but <laughs> the game is called tumble seed <laughs> itself um that game also a very very difficult game um oh, yes. i only recommend it to people who are fine with things being super hard to do right. and pretty much impossible <laughs> um but i like it a lot <laughs> uh, essentially there's this old arcade game called Ice Cold Beer. It was done by Taito, um, which I think just came out with a game on Switch, like Taito Drum. Mm. Um, but I think it's only in Japan. Anyways, I'm getting off topic. But it, you you have a ball that's on a bar, and you can control either end of the bar, like left stick controls the left side you can make it go up and down and so you're trying to balance this ball and maneuver it through a bunch of like little pits um so it doesn't fall in um anyways tumble seed is based off of that same concept and when the seed rolls around on that bar it it feels really nice (laughs) (laughs) i was blown away by the the hd rumble on that because i was like whoa this is like I feel the movement. It's happening. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I for sure want to see HD Rumble take, uh, just make everything feel really great while you're yeah. playing Animal Crossing. Oh, can't wait. Uh, so many good things <laughs> are going to come from this game. I have a good feeling about it. Um, yeah. yeah, did you want to say anything else about um, your feature? No, I mean, I I think even drinking coffee... They're gonna <laughs> just out. <laughs> yeah, you can feel the coffee <laughs> pour out of the cup into your mouth. Yeah, it, it'll be like you're <laughs> drinking real coffee. <laughs> you can tell how many gulps you have left. <laughs> yeah, it'd be wonderful. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess my Animal Crossing swishes. Um. You kind of helped me come up with them. Um. I'll start with this one so 24 no okay i'll start better (laughs) one of the big things with animal crossing is the real-time clock 
and things being open essentially the same time they'd be open during the day in real life, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, like, you can live in areas where things are open 24-7, you know? True, right. And so I think the one difficulty in Animal Crossing for the adult player is that you wake up, you go to work, you get out of work, you start doing dinner and all these other chores, and then it's the end of the day, and you log on to Animal Crossing, and you're like, oh, man, it's 8 p.m., all the stores are closed. (laughs) Yeah. And that's incredibly early, you know? And it's accurate to small-town life. (laughs) But I think just, like, as a working adult, you know, I think... Animal Crossing needs to make itself more accessible to people with different schedules, you know? Right, yes. And in this case, it's not even that different a schedule. I think a lot of people have this schedule, you know, (laughs) where they're working during the day and then they get home and they do things and then it's evening time, time to play games. And what do you know? The shops are closed. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, So as a workaround, I was thinking... We take advantage of the bulletin board. And this bulletin board, you can post job listings for the animals, right? Mm, Right. So you can post for Nook's Cranny. They're saying, oh, you know, we need some part-time help. Um, You will be paid very well if you work for us (laughs) because we're rich and we own the town. Um, (laughs) But they're looking for part-time help, you know? And so... Villagers can apply for the job. You can assign them their position. And then from there, like, they'll work during the later hours to keep the shop open a little bit longer, you right, know? Right, Um And then they also make a ton of money and can help you pay off your public works projects <laughs> like they should do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, because all the time I'm doing all the yeah. all the paying here. It's all coming from my wallet, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. But but yeah, just just something you know. <laughs> um, I want them to have the opportunity to make a little bit of a living, um, and then also, if they had more money, maybe they could request somebody to like redesign their home. <laughs> And they're like, oh, I have some extra cash. I can finally hire Lottie to design my house for me. (laughs) And so it could kind of work in like the happy home designer kind of features. But essentially, like it'll let you a villager can have a request to have their house remodeled. And then they'll have their like three favorite pieces of furniture. And they're like, I just want you to use these, whatever else you can add to make it look great and make these items pop, go for it, you know? (laughs) So yeah, I'd like, I'd like villagers to be able to request to have their homes remodeled. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. And then we discussed that it would be really cool too, if, uh, as a new villager is coming into town, they they would ask you right away, oh, you know, I got to unpack. Can you help me with the layout? Yeah, that would be really cool, too. Um, yeah, because they always, like, show up and you see their house, like, full of boxes and things. <laughs> yeah. And so it would be really cool if, like, when you first went and visited them, they're like, 
oh, I don't know how I'm going to get this all done. I have so much to unpack. <laughs> and I, I don't know if I'll ever finish. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, well, I'll help you. Yeah. And it'd be cool to like unbox their items and like lay it all out for them that would be really great <laughs> right because nowadays they they're kind of dismissive you know they're like oh t talk to me tomorrow i'm too busy but this way they will actually want to talk to you and they, they will seek your help yeah i think that'd be great um and then it'll like help you feel more connected to the character like yeah oh i helped them move into their place and now we're really good friends yeah yeah and if if we're the mayor that sort of builds their relationship there too yeah um maybe it'll oh okay so this is another little wish <laughs> that i'm thinking of next um but one of the cool things with pocket camp is being able to level up your friendship mm -hmm. and it'd be cool to see that in the next game like being able to get to higher levels with your friends in yes. the game you know yes. and what would be awesome is if it like increased the likelihood that they request some sort of uh, oh. public works project, you know? Yes, right. So, yeah, just things to make it like a little bit easier to get public's work, public works projects as you play the game. Right. Um, but yeah, oh, I, I can't <laughs> wait for this game. <laughs> we know nothing need... official, but we can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, we. Uh, that's the hard part. We know nothing official. <laughs> but to be fair, we don't know anything official about a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're very. Uh, I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know, we actually don't know too much about what Nintendo's got going on right now. Right. Because um, right now they've got essentially what we've heard of that's a possible 2018 game. Um or is a 2018 game. There's Smash, that's confirmed, mm -hmm. 2018. There's Yoshi, which was confirmed last time, or last E3 to be 2018. Um, Fire Emblem was confirmed to be planned for planned. 2018. <laughs> um, like I said, plans can change. And then there's still the possibility of Pokemon, you know? Right. Um, so they said 2018 or later for Pokemon. But, yeah, I think, like, that's only four games, really, you know? And yeah. I just, I have the feeling, like, we already kind of know that um, the Zelda team is working on the next Zelda. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it just makes me think, like, there, there are things in the works right now that we <laughs> have no idea about. So, it just, it ha one of those has to be Animal Crossing. <laughs> right, right. Like, it's not like they're doing nothing. Like, they're a video game company. They're making video games. <laughs> that's what the, that's their job. <laughs> right. And they do a great job at it. So, I'm, I'm really thinking. I feel like it's got to be in the works. It's got to be. <laughs> right. And I hope, I really hope that the fact that Pocket Camp is slowing down in terms of how many events there are going on at the same time. There's been days... Um, I think we're running on, on four or five days straight without uh, any events, just new villagers, you know. I think that's, a, I hope that's a sign that things are slowing down for a reason. Uh, you know, that the, yeah. the end is in sight and new beginnings are coming, I hope. Yeah, and maybe they're also just like listening to players. Because like I said, it's amazing how demanding Pocket mm. Camp is. Um, right. 
it's pretty crazy. So, yeah, I'm hoping it's slowing down because they're like, you know what? We, we need to get this next game out and ready. <laughs> yeah, and people, we need to show it to people when they're not stressed out about having to play every three hours. Yeah, I, I'm stressed out about it. <laughs> yeah, so um, I guess thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation on all things Animal Crossing, join the Discord. I have a link in the description of the podcast, and it's totally free to join. You don't have to be a patron, and if you do, you can get to hear us live tomorrow <laughs> at the... <laughs> at our last e3 maybe last e3 practice um for the live show so Hmm. be sure to join the discord it's tons of fun all a lot of really great people are in there um always chatting about all things animal crossing and other topics that just happen to come up (laughs) yeah um but if you do want to become a patron Visit patreon.com slash ChewyPlaysNintendo for just a dollar. You can support our show and get tons of cool things like my friend codes on 3DS, Wii U, Switch, the works. And then you can have your thoughts shared on the podcast as well. We have, you know, just opportunities for people to talk about things um, that they'd like us to discuss on the show. And you can get some art from Sergio, which is also awesome. And we try to make it really worth it because we appreciate your support. And like I said, it's just a dollar. It's not too much. I don't ask for much. Um, But your help really goes a long way. I have some goals (laughs) um, that hopefully I'll reach one day. But if I don't, it's fine. This is a fun show to do. (laughs) Um, And if you're watching or listening on YouTube, please leave a comment about some of the games we discussed. Um, Do you like them? Do you want to try them out? Are you not interested in them? That's fine. (laughs) And uh, you can also tell us about other games that you're playing while you wait for Animal Crossing Switch or your own Switches. Yeah, so, and also please leave a review on the show wherever you are listening. It helps the show gain some visibility, especially on places like iTunes that really depend on that stuff. Um, But it also allows our community to grow so we can interact with people and get more feedback for the show and anything that we're doing. So it helps us out. And once again, thank you all for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.